So, London, then to Switzerland, mm. and then what? Well, then I think it came home. Oh, I know, yes, I... Uh, uh, then I think I applied for and got a, a job as an outpatient physician at the Royal Melbourne. There was something quite remarkable about, about that appointment. Yes, it was the first time that a woman had had got an, an, an honorary appointment, as they all were at that stage. Of course, there, there, it was all unpaid sessions. Initially, an outpatient, an outpatient position. Mm. Could you tell me a little bit about that honorary structure and, and how it worked? Well, it worked uh, as you were working at two sessions a week usually, uh, and it combined student teaching with treatment. It was quite hard work, and of course one was unpaid. They really were, it, the positions really were honorary. Uh, but um, that was expected, but that would be counterbalanced uh, by uh, referrals from local general practitioners. And, of course, that depended very much on their attitude towards women. But by and large, it wasn't a bad life. You were appointed to senior medical staff as well. Senior medical staff? Yes, with the efflux of time. Hmm. What did that appointment mean to you? Well, well just really a, a rerouting of one's one's time of, um, uh, whereas the outpatient physicians dealt with outpatients, where as a senior medical staff, you were dealing with inpatients almost entirely. Outpatients were usually allotted a couple of, two, two or three beds, but um, inpatients did the bulk of the ward work. Oh, the teaching load by and large was, uh, was, a, was two sort of full half-day teaching sessions a week, but also uh, consultants, consultations at other times if, the, if there was a need for it. And perhaps a, a bit more sitting on committees. And again, I want to ask you, why was it at that time, do you think, that you were appointed and that it was finally time for a Well, I think undoubtedly the war played a part in the, in the experience and in the acceptance of women.